For your number one sports show, I'm Jay Hans. FO 104.7 is the main event sports show. We are live here at Saints Bar and Grill. We are going to cover the game. We're going to give you a dialogue. We're going to do some interviews. We're going to do some giveaways. Our show is streaming right now across the country right now. I bring you the host, Haven Harrington and Rashawn Myers, InsideTheVille.com. We are the main event sports show. I'm Jay Haz, the producer of the main event sports show. We're going to come, y'all can come up and take your comments, your questions about the dialogue, what's going to take place of next Saturday for the big game in Georgia. We are going to be covering the game live in Atlanta for the big game for the Chick-fil-A Bowl that's taking place. It's the only college football game that's taking place, Haven and Rashawn. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, you know, when you talk about everything uh, that's going on with University of Louisville Athletics, uh, it really gets me excited. Uh, you know, I, we're going to kick it off. This is going to be one of the best UofL sports seasons ever. I mean, not just uh -huh. football. I mean, this is just the kickoff. When you talk about going out to Atlanta, you talk about the Chick-fil-A kickoff, of course. Uh, we had Gary Stoken on yesterday live on the show, and he was talking about the unbelievable, unbelievable uh, presence that the University of Louisville, everybody knows about Auburn. Everybody knows Auburn travels, the SEC, SEC football, and what they do. But when he talks about the University of Louisville going out, 30,000 tickets pre-sale. Already been sold. Already been sold. Sold out. Still, two what, two weeks out from the event, they were already sold out. I think this has the opportunity to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest traveled University of Louisville sporting event ever. Well, you know, Rashawn Hayes is itching over here to get on the mic, and he cannot wait to uh, partake about the big game's going to take place next Saturday at 3.30 on national television. I'm just excited to get my mic turned up. No, yeah, turn it on. It, it works yeah. better if you turn yeah. the microphone yes, on. Yes, yes. It will make, yes. It, it does work much better when you hit the power button. <laughs> yes, it does. But anyway, I digress. You know, not only did this game sell out in record time, this is the only of the priests of the big, like, first weekend games to sell out. This is it. This is the only one that has sold out so far. So this is huge. This is huge. They so got 30,000 UofL fans. 30,000 Auburn fans, and it's going to be a party in hot Atlanta, and I can't wait to be there. Yeah, I tell you what, when you look at the matchup, I think this is what everybody, ESPN, um, SB Nation, the Sporting News, CBS, NBC, everybody's talking about this game, uh, saying that they think this is probably going to be the biggest game of the first weekend. So when you talk about national sports, you talk about CBS, live at CBS 330, it doesn't get any bigger than this. I mean, this is what Bobby Petrino has brought back to the University of Washington. Well, Rashawn uh, and Hayden says Petrino rolled back into Card Nation. This is probably one of the biggest games of his career. Oh, I totally agree with you. I mean, this is almost like a bowl-like atmosphere. Uh, you know, the way that they're setting it up, the, the organizers from the Peach Bowl that actually run the Chick-fil-A kickoff, um, they talked about the fact that there's going to be uh, several events leading up 
to everything that they're doing before the game. They're going to have events for the fans. Uh, if, for everybody who doesn't know, um, they actually, the championship trophy that they win is actually an old school. Anybody who's ever seen the old school football helmets, the leather helmets? Okay, well, their trophy is a leather helmet on a stand. So what they're going to do is when they go out to the kickoff event, all the Louisville fans, all the Auburn fans will actually be able to try on the leather helmet. So they're actually going to have it out there um, at the Fan Day event. Everybody's going to be able to take pictures with the trophy. Um, so it's going to be really cool. I mean, it, this is all, it does. It feels almost like a bowl game. So like you say, Jay, I, I agree with you. I think this is one of the biggest games Man, ever. I, I'm excited, Haven. I mean, I cannot wait. We had our prediction uh, Saturday on the sports show. I predict Louisville win it by 14 points. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, see, that's not, that's not how you do it. Okay, this is a teaser. This is the first 10 minutes of the show. Y'all want to let them know but, but, what you think is going to happen there. But, Rashawn, but, but like we got to tease them. But, but here's the thing. We got to bring them in. This is about coordination. We're no gonna doubt. Talk, we're going to talk about international sports. We're going to talk about Big Blue Nation and University of Kentucky football. <laughs> University of who? Kentucky. Ooh. Kentucky? Yeah, we got some Kentucky fans in here tonight. I don't even tell you to play football. You don't think they play football? No, this, this is the U of L pep rally, man. Hey! This is the U of L pep rally. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, look, who, who wants to talk about some big boys here? There you go, get it right. That's what I'm seeing. That, that's what it's see, all about. You see what I just did? Oh, yeah. You see how the cat fans just flee away? Hey, I felt that. I felt it. I did felt you, it did you feel that? I felt it. Okay, all right. You are joined by the main event sports show. We are glad to be here in Saints Bar and Grill. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rishon Myers. We have covered all in local international sports across the country. You can join us on FM 104.7 WLOU Saturdays at 6 p.m. We're the only urban sports show across the country, Haven. It's just us. You know what? Let's take a quick poll. How many people are going to go down to Atlanta for a Chick-fil-A kickoff classic? Throw your elbows up. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Go cards. Hey, because I'm going to tell you all what. I've heard from a lot of Auburn people, and just like we always see, I was down at the Miami game. Everybody remembers the Miami game, right? Louisville goes down there. Nobody thought they had an opportunity to win that game. Louisville's on the road. They're winning the game. Everybody remembers, unfortunately, Kerry Rhodes drops the pass. We remember that, but we remember everybody, the feeling around the University of Louisville changed after that game. Then you had Kirk Herbstreet hyping up the Cardinals. You had ESPN talking about the Cardinals. Cardinals became the team of ESPN for several years. And I think this is what Louisville has an opportunity to do today. And with what the University of Louisville fans have been able to do in terms of coming out, showing out, you know, true. everybody's starting to get, a, get respect. But I tell you who doesn't have respect for Louisville right now. It's the Auburn Tigers. The they Auburn no fans, they have no idea What's going to be coming down one, the pike? The number one seven in the, in the country, national, and yep. Louisville is not even in the top 25. Not, not even in the top 25. Louisville. Bob Petrino rose in the card nation. Yep. But they have an expansion going on right now with Papa John's card. 55, 55 to 60 million 
dollars. Huh? Let me just tell you a little bit about this uh, expansion. Uh -huh. It's the best of the best in college football and NFL. They're talking about having like you can sleep overnight, Rashad. <laughs> The Cardinals. Charge has rolled in to uh, Card Nation expand this university across the country. It's the best sports country in the country. So they're going to have a sleepover at Papa John's. Is that what I just exactly. heard? Exactly. They're going to have a sleepover at Papa John's. It's like a suite. But we're going to take your comments as well, too, ladies and gentlemen, here tonight at Saints. We've got some Kentucky fans, Royal fans. We want to get your opinion. What do you think about the game that's going to partake Saturday night, Haven? I'm waiting to see who's going to be starting quarterback. I think that is the that's the number one thing is I hear. Start quarterback. Okay, right, so, so, so let's just take a quick poll, okay? Because I know everybody knows you talk about Will Gardner, uh, the, the quarterback started last year, kind of the experienced guy. He's had some issue coming off another knee surgery. So we got Will Gardner. We have Reggie Bonifant, the young man out of Trinity, was his first year at quarterback at the University of Louisville. Was a true freshman last year. Okay, he had some ups and downs. We were up in Notre Dame. We saw them get that victory on senior night at Notre Dame. Not many people can say they've done that. And Reggie Bonifant did that as a true freshman. His only his second year ever playing the position. Okay, so we have Team Will Gardner. We have Team Reggie Bonifant. We also have Lamar Jackson, the young man out of Florida, a true freshman, very, very talented, very, very athletic. I've been told by some people he's the best athlete they've ever seen at the University of Louisville. You know, on the football team, regardless of position. I mean, that's saying something. So I, what I need to know, and then, of course, Cal Bolin. I'm not going to forget about Havens, man. Thank you, Cal, Cal He is team Cal Bolin. So I, I just want to hear by a sound of applause, everybody who thinks Will Gardner is the best guy for the position, let me hear the Will Gardner people. Say Will Gardner. Okay, well, okay. We'll there see. we go. There we go. We'll How about man? Team Bonifine. Team Bonifine. Yeah, I like that. You know what, Rashawn and Hayden. Hold on, I'm talking about we got one more guy to go. Okay. Now we got two guys. Lamar Jackson, he's a freshman. Lamar he's Jackson not, doesn't count? He's not, no, he doesn't count. He doesn't count. I'm sorry, he doesn't count. <laughs> Cal Bowling. How many people think Cal Bowling's going to start? Cal. Cal. They got a, one dude over here. <laughs> Thank you. Hold on. First of all, got to give a shout out to my man, Jeremy Wayman, Cardinal Sports Zone. He, he was gracious enough to have me on the show Friday. So big shout out to Jeremy. Plus, he's got goodies. So anybody who wants some goodies from the Cardinal Sports Zone, uh, Jeremy is the man to take care of you over there. So shout out to him for but that. But you know what? Here's what, I, here's what I love the most about Lawrence Louisville. Bring back Teddy. What would imagine of Teddy being in this atmosphere right now with this magnitude, this big game right now? Teddy Bridge ought to be a senior this year. If we had Teddy last year, UFL goes undefeated. Bam. There. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Well, goes on the first of all, anybody, everybody in the house that believes Teddy Bridgewater should have a statue out in front of Cardinal, Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. I personally think his jersey needs to be retired. I think he should have that statue. Teddy, 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 Teddy. They still love him here, Haven and Sean. And he's not walking through that door. So let's talk about the guy. Hey, that's that's right, though. Hey, you know what? When you have a guy like that to be an ambassador for the University of Louisville, to do what he's going to do. I think the young man is going to have an amazing season for the Minnesota Vikings. So anytime you can have that and he can carry that flag of the University of Louisville on into the NFL, uh, you know, that's a huge for the program. It's very huge for the program, but let's talk about 
the group of quarterbacks we have now. Now, I know that you're a big Reggie Bonifant supporter. Reggie's that man. Now, tell us why Reggie's the man so I can tell you why you're wrong. Okay, well, I'm going to break it down for you real quick. Here's, here's my reasoning with why Reggie Bonifant, the young man, the extremely talented, talented player out of Trinity, why I think he's the best guy. First of all, you have to look at the biggest issue for me with offense is always the offensive line. Okay, everybody knows anything you do, run the ball, pass the ball, you know, protect the quarterback, always starts with that offensive line. Louisville is replacing four or five starters, okay? They have one guy coming back from last year, Aaron Epps, who started uh, the last seven games of the season, did very, very well the second half of the season for the University of Louisville. Other than that, you got four new guys, okay? So you're going down on the road to Atlanta. You're going to have to play against a very talented uh, Auburn defense, a team that's bringing in the number one recruit in the country, Byron Coward, a defensive end out of Alabama, the number one player in the country, okay? So you're talking talking about a very talented team. And to me, Reggie Bonifant, his ability to run, he actually ran a 4-3-40 at the Pro Day this year. A quarterback running a 4-3-40, he's an amazing athlete. I think when you look at that young man, you look at what he can do with his feet, the fact that he can get away. I mean, Will Gardner, to me, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I mean, he's a guy who's had three knee surgeries. I don't know if I want to trust that week one, game one, with a brand new offensive line. So, to me, Reggie seems so like Reggie's the best choice. Reggie's your best uh, person as a quarterback right now. Yeah, I think Reggie. What about you, Hannah? I digress. And I happen to think that. Here we go. Cal Bowling gives you the best chance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cal Bowling? Cal Bowling. What about Will Gardner? Uh, no. Will Gardner's knees will not last 30 minutes. Wow. In anybody's game. In anybody's game. So I'm going to have to say, I'm going to go with Cal Bowling for yeah, a number I of reasons. Think, now, he likes Reggie Bonifant because he can run. And when the line breaks down, you and the guy who can run, elude the rush, and maybe throw that ball deep. But another thought of ball deep, or even throw it short, hit guys, you know, in the, in the flats, you have to have accuracy. You have to be able to read the defense. Because understand, Auburn has a new defensive coordinator in Will Muschamp. Yeah. So Cal's your He's man. Gonna, yes, Cal's my man. Because Will Muschamp's going to throw all sorts of different blitzes. He's going to disguise his coverage. And that's going to confuse a young, inexperienced quarterback in Reggie Bonifant. Hey, did you know that Will Muschamp is not going to play a possession in this game, right? Will Muschamp can't tackle people, he right? He does have to tackle because with disguises blitzes is going to confuse Reggie Bonifant because like you said, Reggie's only Sounds play. complicated. It does sound complicated. But you know what? Um, football initiated. But you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, we do get heated on here on the sports show between back and forth, so we like to get, get it going. And, and you know what? Like, like Jay said, anybody, if you have any thoughts about anything that's coming up, first of all, I want to let everybody know that we're not only broadcasting live, but this is actually being recorded. So if you want to hear yourself, if you think that you had the best point of the day, and you're yes. like, you know what? I made a great point. The fellas agreed with me. And you know what? And I want you to hear that. You all will be able to go out there, uh, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, okay, go to the App Store on Android or go to the Google Play Store, um, uh, excuse me, at Google Play Store with Android, the App Store with iPhone, search key, keyword Main Event Sports Radio, okay, the first app that pops pops up there, you'll be able to download the app and listen to yourself. Okay, and listen to your great points. Everything that's going on is going to be recorded, so if you want to tell everybody about the great time you had at Saints, you'll be able to do that. And we're going to tell your friends why Kyle Bowling's going to be starting quarterback <laughs> against Auburn or anybody else. You can tell them, you give them all the details. And back to why Kyle's going to start. All right. Why is Kyle going to start? 
he's a true quarterback. Not saying Rex is not a true quarterback. Georgia. Not saying, well, I'll tell you about Georgia. Because I had a comment earlier today see, about Bobby that. messed that up because at the beginning Bobby of the game, messed it up. Bobby messed up because Cal, head Cal was in rhythm. At the be- we all remember, Cal was in rhythm doing it at the beginning of the game. Brandon Radcliffe was matching Chubb yard for yard. Everything changed when he took Cal Bowling out, inserted Reggie Bonifon, who again started, did, did what he did all season, kind of overthrows guys, tried to throw Devontae in double coverage, got picked. We had two turnovers, momentum completely changed in the game, and we never got it back. Now, why Cal Bolin <laughs> is going to be the starter? One, he can read defenses. He's played quarterback all through high school. He's played two years at UofL. He knows how to read defenses. That's number one. Number two, he's a True. much more accurate passer than Reggie Bonifon. He doesn't throw high. Bonifon has a tendency to throw high and to really put a lot of arch and air underneath his deep passes. You don't see that with about Bowling. Now, Bowling has a weaker arm. I will say that. He has a weaker arm, but his timing is better. Yeah. You know that weak arm. You can make that up in timing. That's why Kyle's going to start, because he can read the pre-snap defense so, and get hold you on. into it, the it, right so, play. So, Haven, so you're going to agree. a little bit. So you're going to agree if it's, if it's Reggie, you're going to still accept the causes of the quarterback, right? If right, Reggie gets the nod, Reggie gets so, the nod. So, so, so that's what you think? You think? No, you that's think? what I know. Oh, uh, this doesn't matter what you think. All right, Rob. Okay. WWE. You know why? <laughs> Let me tell you something. In all seriousness. all day. Hey, you know I have. I've been waiting for that. I tried to I, set up perfectly. I um, got you. But, okay. It's Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. Yeah, oh, you know what? Uh, don't get me started. No, no, don't it's get me started. Monday Night Raw. John <laughs> Cena is going to do something tomorrow night. Oh, really? Yes, you he got is. the inside information. We got a. What, I, what my sources say as a blogger, they got a special guest going to make an appearance tomorrow on Monday Night Raw. Is that right? Is this Jay Has going to be in the house? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> He's going to show up tomorrow night, Monday right. Night Raw. But, but you know what? I, I think offensively, Regardless of everybody wants to talk about the quarterbacks, you talk about who's going to start. I don't really think that this game is going to be won or lost by the quarterback spot. I think that the running backs, uh, we got an opportunity to sit down and talk to Kobe Smith, uh, former University of Louisville running back, Correct. former NFL running back, and now the running backs coach at the University of Louisville, a guy who said, and I couldn't believe it when he said, he thinks this group of running backs, talent-wise, is better than the group that he was with in 2006. And if you remember that team, that had himself, as well as Lionel Gates, as well as Michael Bush. All three of those guys are in the NFL. But he thinks this group of L.J. Scott, Jeremy Smith, and who? Bad Red Radcliffe. Brandon Radcliffe. He thinks this group. And I, and I asked him why. Why do you think? I said, Kobe, why do you think this group is better? You know what he told me? They have better coaching. Better coaching. So it's all about Kobe Smith. And so you know what? Now I understand that. He thinks it's because he's a better coach. I don't know what that says about the former running backs coach at the University of Louisville, but it'll be very interesting. But Haven, don't you agree? I think that the running backs are probably the biggest factor in what Brandon Radcliffe and Jeremy Smith, as well as L.J. Scott, are able to do to you know maybe move the chains on third and short, those types of things. Well, you know, in Bobby's offense, a lot of people I think this is a, a pass happy offense, which is not. Bobby's a 60-40 run first, pass second type of guy. He always likes to set up the pass with the run. Brandon Radcliffe has to get at least 120 yards rushing. 
It has 120. 120. Now, is that as a group, as a team, or just Radcliffe by himself? Well, personally, I'd see Radcliffe do it by himself. But I would take a team effort. But Luba has to have at least 120 to 180 yards rushing if they're going to be competitive. Because you've got to take the pressure off of the quarterback. You right. gotta let them. You gotta let your new wide receivers kind of. This be the first game for everybody except for quick. So they had to get them kind of game shape. Let them kind of see and feel this big time atmosphere. It's gonna take them a while to kind of get into it. So you need the running there to slow things down, to grind it well, out. I tell you this much. Auburn's deep but you know what, hey, but I tell you this much. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, just walked through the door. University of Louisville's on Mario Rudy. The Mario. Super Mario is in the building. Six Lenny Beagles and the president for Metro Montgomery Chevrolet, Mr. Steve Mudd Jr. is in the house. Hey, let, let, let me tell you something about this man right here. When you talk about iconic moments, in University of Louisville history. Everybody remembers that stiff arm, right? When Mario catches the ball and stiff arms the Miami defender. Go ahead and demonstrate on Haven for us real quick, Mario. Take him out. Take him out. Take him out. Here we go. But real quick, though, we talked about the offensive scheme. But what about the defensive scheme for the University of Louisville? Well, I, I think there's going to be, defensively, there's going to be a lot to chew on. Oh, oh, so hold on, hold on. Go, go, go ahead. Let's see the stiff arm. That was it right there for about, for about 20 yards. For about 20 yards. Hey, so I think what we're going to do, before we get into the defense, I know you want to get into that. Hey, first of all, we need to get Mario on the mic and, and kind of talk about some of the things he's got going on. But we're going to go get, do a quick break. Wanna, wanna hit a, a breakup before we get Mario on. You want to keep, just keep it rolling? Well, we're going to keep it rolling then. So let's go ahead, bring Mario on the microphone. Mario, first of all, how are you doing? I'm here, so I'm well. Thank you very much for having me. You look good, man. I appreciate you it. You feel good. You got a great foundation going on, and you want to tell everybody about your foundation that you got going on? Well, what I have uh, created is Super Student Athletes, and it's uh, pretty much a nonprofit organization, 501c3, uh, that benefits uh, middle school and high school age student athletes. And we provide tutoring, mentoring, and uh, we get them out in community uh, for community service as well. Um, um, the, the the main goal that we want to provide is uh, pretty much um, help these kids make the, the right, the appropriate financial decisions. Uh, I know you see on ESPN in the news, so many athletes they go broke after making millions of dollars. And uh, you know, through experience, you know, I found that a lot of those kids they start without even a chance. You know, they're grown, they they start in an environment to where they don't receive the proper uh, financial education. You know, and they don't they don't understand understand what those uh, those uh, appropriate financial decisions uh, entail. So we just like to put them in those situations to make those decisions and uh, pretty much just share our stories and our experiences to help them relate. That's awesome. And I see you have some, uh, some, some pamphlets in here for everybody to come check out everything you're doing. So, you know, let everybody know, is there like a, a Facebook page or uh, because this is being recorded, too. So everybody who downloads that, the millions upon millions of people that download the main event sports app is going to be able uh, to uh, find this out. So how can they get involved if they want to check it out? Well, we have a website. It's superstudentathletes.com. That's all one word. Um, and we're also on Facebook. Excuse me. 
but I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm getting caught up on all this technology, so I'm getting the, the Twitter and the Instagram. I'm a little behind on that. Um, You're not but, that old, Mario. You're I, not that, you should know these things. Compared to technology, I am old. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, yes, the, the website, superstudentathletes.com. We're on Facebook. Um, that, that has all the information that you need. And, um, of course, I'll be giving out brochures and pamphlets with a little bit more information. Uh, but uh, next week we'll have a big announcement as well, um, launching a, a fantasy football fundraiser. Um, and it will include the uh, Ultimate Fan Challenge. And uh, what we will be doing is having 10 weeks of fantasy football. Um, and our final week uh, will be for a chance to, uh, to, to, to experience a day in the life of a UofL football player with Deion Branch. So um, the, uh, the, the winner gets to uh, bring a guest, and they get to go to the hotel room where the team stays. Uh, they'll ride the bus uh, to the car march. They'll walk through the car march, and they'll be on the field for the uh, pregame warm-up of the homecoming game against uh, Virginia on November 14th. So, uh, See, Rashawn and Hayden, about that. Mario Rudy is making a difference in the community. And you know what the thing I like about Mario and a lot of the guys is that this man is homegrown. And, and when you have the opportunity to have, there's a lot of talent that, out of the state of Kentucky and the city of Louisville itself. But so, this, you know, I, I love that they come back and they give back. That's what it's about. besides that, we are all high school alumni. High school alumni. Fern Creek High School Tigers. Yeah, me and Mario came out of uh, Fernley High School, so we got something in common, Rashawn. That's right, that's right. You know, yeah. now now you had the high top fade back in in, in See, your day, Jay. No, get it like had a Jerry curl. Get it right. Uh, was, was, was it the Jerry curl? He had the Jerry curl. Did, did he have the cuts in the eyebrow? No, no I was a pretty boy. Was no, you were a pretty boy. Yeah. Oh, that's what. That's what's up. Did, did I, you keep the activator I, bottle on you? You know what? I on the sideline. I used to break dance back in the days. Break dance. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you show us? No. You gonna break dance for us? No, no. Who wants to see Jay Hans break dance? Break it down. I ain't gonna do it. I can't do it right now. Come I'm, on, old. Jay. I'm old, man. <laughs> now, now, hold on. Now, now, Mario, um, I, I, I gotta ask you. First of all, um, have you been out to the practices so far uh, this fall? Of course, I have. Of course. What do you think about the team? Yeah, I was going to ask you specifically before you th tell me about the team in general. Of course, you were pretty good at wide receiver. Now, our guy Montrell Jones, I don't know if he's going to be able to pop in here before the end of the show. Montrell says he's the greatest of all time <laughs> out of the state. He said Devontae Parker, Devontae who? That's a, that, since Montrell's not here, he likes to brag on himself just a little bit, but he says he's the greatest ever. But you were very good coming out of Fern Creek. So, you know, you talk about all the turnover. You talk about Devontae Parker's now wearing a, a Miami Dolphins uniform instead of the Vikings, which I thought they made a huge mistake by doing that, by the way. But I digress. Um, with Devontae gone to the NFL, these new guys, Jamari Staples, Jaquay Savage, uh, Alfonso Carter, who used to be Paul Harris. I don't know why he changed his whole name, but he did. Uh, you have James Quick, the young man out of Trinity, who people are still waiting on to get there. What do you think about this group of wide receivers? What have you seen from them so far uh, early on in camp? Uh, I mean, I've seen flashes of, you know, a, a lot of potential and greatness, you know, with the guys that we do have, including the new receivers that's come in. Uh, James Quick, he's, you know, he's learned a lot. Uh, home, uh, home, homegrown kid, right. like myself, you know, I'm always rooting for him. Uh, but I believe he's made great strides, you know, to be that number one receiver or slot receiver, wherever, uh, you know, they decide to put him. But uh, also, you know, I saw a lot of great catches, you know, just in practice. So uh, I think camaraderie, after we get a couple games under our belt, I think you'll see some real special plays from 
those guys. Now, what's it like just to, to think about the fact that these guys are going to be having their first major minutes uh, as the guy? I mean, Devontae Parker's always been known as the guy the last couple of years, and you also had Eli Rogers, who's played a ton of snaps for Louisville. He's now in camp uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you have a lot of guys. Kai Dominguez has been a part of this group for the last couple of years. He's in camp with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So all these guys are brand new players, okay? They've never really been in the spotlight. What's it like to come out, in, especially in this type of atmosphere? It's not like they're in the comfy confines of the oven. They're not in Louisville. These guys are going to be down in Atlanta on prime time, 3.30, CBS. What's it, what's it like to be in that big game atmosphere? I mean, you're a guy who played in a lot of big atmosphere. What's it going to be like for those guys? Well, that's, that's a case-by-case -case, uh, basis, you know. Um, yeah. I know for myself, I was always looking for that challenge, that type of challenge. Um, Coach Petrino did, did a great job, a great job in preparing us every single game. You know, uh, we went into every game with a, a swag like no other. You know, we it was never a doubt in our mind if we were going to win or lose the game. It was pretty much how much we were going to win by. You know, and it's you know that's relevant, and it, you can see that in our record. You know, and uh, and, and along his uh, his first, I guess his first stint at the University of Louisville, but. Right. Um, I believe that's what's going to separate the men from the boys. You know, it's all in those guys. That's what's going to determine if those guys are ready to move on or, you know, if they need a little more work. Now, enough about the wide receivers. I want to ask about Bobby Petrino because you've been a part of Bobby 1.0. Uh-oh. And this is now Bobby 2.0. <laughs> How would you say Bobby has changed since the first time he's been here? Is he a little bit nicer now? Is he a little more relaxed? Or like, What's the difference between Bobby? Well, I mean, I think Bobby is still Bobby, you know, uh, as far as, you know, his, his, his genius, as far as being an offensive guru, um, he, he knows how to put his players in certain positions to, uh, to thrive, to succeed. Uh, but, you know, Bobby, I believe he's, he's similar, you know, he's toned down a lot as far as, you know, when it comes to the media and what you guys see, but as far as in practice, he's still Bobby. He still knows how to get the best out of you, you know, and that's what I loved about him, uh, regardless of what anyone said, you know, and everyone makes, you know, decisions, you, you know, we make the, the wrong decisions sometimes, but that's a part of life, experiences, and he's been down that road, and now I think he knows what it takes to uh, finish his career as a Cardinal. Now, let me ask you, because this is unplugged, so, you know, we can go a little bit more in depth. We're not on terrestrial radio right now, so we can say just about anything we want to up here. So I'm going to try to dig Mario for some inside information. So I just want to know. You know, keep it real. Okay, first of all, I've heard that Bobby is a very mean guy. He's, he's very rough on his guys. He likes to get in them a little bit, chew on them a little bit. What makes him such a great coach? Like, what is it about him? Because it was amazing the ability to go from John L. Smith and what he was able to do and completely take Louisville to a whole different level. What is it about Coach Petrino that makes him so ridiculous? Well, I mean, like I said, I... Coach Petrino knows how to get the best out of you, you know, and when you work with athletes, I mean, you, there's a lot of alpha males, you know, so you have a lot of uh, uh, strong mentalities, strong will mentalities. And being from some of the backgrounds that some of the guys are from, you have to be able to, you know, deal with that or relate with it, you know. So Coach Petrino has enough experience, you know, and um, he's, he's, he's smart enough to know how to get the most and the best out of you, regardless if that's what you want to hear or that's what you're used to or not. It was a big thing for me to, to know how to, to get used to Coach Petrino and, you know, what, it, what the, the, the tactics or, you know, uh, how he 
gets you know the best out of. Do you have any examples? Any Uh-oh. any any examples? Like maybe somebody walking into the car, in the Cardinal Complex Uh-oh. wearing the wrong colored hat. Example, maybe yes. I'm I'm thinking about. I don't know. Maybe somebody wearing a blue hat and Paul Petrino met that person at like the door. Why, why don't you tell us about that story? Yeah. Um, once upon a time, um, I found out how how much the Petrinos really despised the, the, the other guys down the road. <laughs> but I came in and I had a blue hat. It did not say UK at all. Um, <laughs> I forget what the team was. It may have just been a plain blue ball cap. But uh, Coach Petrino, small, little Petrino, little P, uh, he met me at the door and he made me pretty much take off my hat before I came into the building uh, just because it was a blue ball Anybody cap. else like that? The fact that, that no blue comes in the building? <laughs> Hey, but and to this day, I don't have a, a piece of blue clothing in my closet. So That's what I'm talking <laughs> it's about. <stuck> with me. <laughs> That's awesome. And we yeah. have another Cardinal here at the bar. Uh-oh. One of the greatest defensive ends ever to Uh-oh. play. Michael Josiah. Michael Josiah. Come on up here, Mike. <laughs> hey, the, the most intimidating defensive player that I ever remember for the University of Louisville was Michael Josiah. He was a guy that, just watching him on TV, I was afraid of him. Talking about the dude even walks tough. Look at him. <laughs> the dude even walks tough. Just watching, just just watching the film of Josiah taught me how to get down when I caught the ball in the middle of the field. <laughs> What's up, man? Good to see you, man. What's going on, sir? I know, that was, that was excellent. Hey, everybody give a hand to uh, Mario Yuridi again. Super Mario! Now, Haven, I'm going to let you handle this next uh, interview because I, you have a, a pretty good relationship with Mr. Josiah. So yeah, I know you guys have some stories. I don't know how many stories can be told here live on the air today. Uh, uh, but uh, none, none, of none of them? None of them stories? A couple of stories. But a couple of stories. Okay. I'm going to share right I'm now. I'm going to let you handle that. Our days was at UofL together. But, Mike, man, you were literally... In your day, you was like literally one of the greatest defensive ends ever to play college ball, man. How did you find your way to the greatness it is, the University of Louisville? Um, most of it was, uh, you know, I get it from my mother. I'm originally from East Africa, Kenya. Uh, my father passed away when I was two years old, so all the toughness and strength I get was from my mother. Seeing uh, her take care of us, sacrifice for us, uh, get us to the States. Uh, get us to school, you know. I was boy, I was hard-headed, so she, you know, she definitely had to discipline me the old, old traditional way, you know, <laughs> going out sending me for a switch. So, I think that's where I get my. Things like Adrian from. Peterson got uh, suspended for a year. Hey, for. That's hey, okay. Uh-oh. It's okay. You got to, you got to learn. I, I think that was tough love, and I, I honestly think we need more of that with our children these days, but. That's where I got my strength from, and that's what, you know, pertained to football for me. Okay. So why don't you tell people, like, what, what are you doing now? Because I know a lot of guys like to know, like, like, what are the former Cardinals up to now? Basically, uh, raising my kids, um, living in the city, trying to give back. Uh, my kids play for high view football, so I coached until uh, two years ago when I took a job with the UPS supply chain, so I'm a supervisor on second shift. So that pulled me away from coaching. But uh, other than that, you know, like I said, just living in the city, enjoying the city. You got going some to kids. Games. Okay, good. We got some, we got some future Cardinals come up to the ranks maybe? 
Yeah, we, we can definitely say that. If, uh, if, 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 if UofL comes talking the right way, like I said, I'm not going to limit my children, but I would love for them to go to UofL, but I'd also want them to take their own path. So whatever they choose to do, hey, I support them. So, like, what is your favorite Cardinal memory? Of all the years you played, like, what's your favorite Cardinal memory of being on the field? Wow. Um, there are a lot of favorite memories, but, you know, and definitely my biggest memories every time we beat Kentucky. I, I, never, yeah. I never lost to Kentucky. Don't understand it. Can't fathom it. Don't like the blue. Don't like them down in Lexington. Respect them, but, you know, I don't like them. But, yeah, I think that was my favorite moment at L was beating Kentucky every time we beat them. Undefeated. That's pretty strong. I like that. It's Michael Josiah, what do you expect? He's a man. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, now, Michael, let me just ask you, because um, over the last several seasons, uh, between what Charlie Strong was able to do at the University of Louisville and now uh, Coach Todd Grantham last year having one of the top ten defenses in the country, um, what's it like? A, 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 as a defender and an elite defender at that, to see guys like Lorenzo Malden, guys like DeAndres Mount, and all the rest of these guys really make a name for us. Size. Sheldon Rankins, who's one of uh, Haven's favorite guys on the defensive line. Uh, what's it like to see the defense continue to kind of hold up to the standard that you set while you were at the University of Louisville? Uh, that's great. I mean, I, I learned from the older players. When I came in, it was Tyrus McLeod that was passing down the torch to me. It was uh, Kendrick Goldston. Uh, I got to meet Sam Madison before I came to University of Louisville. And the first thing he told me was, you know, defense wins championships. So if you're going to put on that Cardinal, you better go down there and represent. So when I came in, that's the same mindset I had, and that's the same mindset we left. And um, I have actually a nephew that's playing for U of L right now, number 55, Keith Kelsey. And just being able to talk to him, being able to mentor him, you know, and some of the bad decisions that we made, that I made as a player. No, not you. you. Never. <laughs> never you, man. You never any bad decisions. I mean, all those 15-yard penalties. All oh, the 15-yard penalties. <laughs> they were never your fault. Never your fault. It was always provoked. But just been able to help him channel more of their focus as a team, uh, showing him and teaching them that at the end of the day, it wasn't about an individual when we played defense. It was about all 11 men on the field and making sure that everybody knew their job and held the other player accountable for knowing their job mm -hmm. and having each other's backs when, you know, when everything went wrong, you know. Our coaches used to tell us the biggest thing is bend but don't break, you know. Give them, yeah, it's okay if they get 20 yards. It's okay if they get 30 yards. Just so long as they don't cross the goal line or get a field goal, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, I learned from hard-knock football players, and uh, we're just passing on the torch. And I'm, like I said, I'm proud, you know. We definitely need more players from UofL drafting the first round. I think that brings notoriety to the college, to the state. And, um... It speaks with the kids' work ethics. You know, at the end of the day, it always comes down to the individual. How much work are you willing to put behind yourself, behind your name? So I, I definitely i am proud of them. I'm happy to see them be successful. And, you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing for me 
when I look at the University of Louisville football, people always talk about the offensive guys. They talk about guys like Super Mario. They talk about, uh, you know, Brian Brom, Jeff Brom. They talk about Chris Redman. Uh, you know, they talk about Teddy Bridgewater. But when you look at it, the guys and the numbers of great defensive players that Louisville has put into the NFL, you talk about Nagurski Award winners uh, like Elvis Doomerville. You talk about Amovia Okoye, a first-round selection. You talk about Marcus Smith, a first-round selection. You talk about Lorenzo Malden, uh, one of the best defensive players in the ACC, and on and on. I mean, you have Gerard Holliman, uh, that's a first-team All-American. James Sample uh, gets selected by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the third round. I mean, it's unbelievable. Nobody ever talks about the Louisville defense in terms of greatness, but yeah, Kerry Rhodes, uh, Brandon Johnson, I mean, the Dwayne White. I mean, how many guys can you sit there and name defensively that have been amazing at the University of Louisville? You know, the, the biggest thing about that is, uh, and funny that you mentioned that, is a lot of people ask us, but as defensive players, we learn, you know, it's, it's not about us. You know, we let the offensive players get all the glime, all the highlights. At the end of the day, we're the workhorses. Like I told you, defense, you can't win a championship without defense. So with all the names you mentioned and all the accumulations and all the great offenses that you see at UFL and all the great offensive players are due to us defensive players, are due to them going up against the best. Like you said, you can go down the list any day of the week. You can go ask any coach that coached the University of Louisville what practice was like. You know, they had to call up, they had to pull us out of practice just in order to let, let the offense get a playoff. So in saying that, that speaks volume of what we did and how we played. And, you know, like I said, how we approached every day, every practice. So I, I said, give, continue to give, continue to give the offense their, their props. But at the end of the day, they know who they played against. So, so, so like they say, offensive guys get all the stories written, but defense wins championships, right? All day, baby. I mean, and, you and can, speaking of defense wins championships. Speaking of defenders. Yes, sir. Another one of my My man teammates. right here. Now, a lot of you guys don't know this about Mike Brown. Talk about like insider Louisville stories, but they give you one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This Mike, Mike, Mike Brown, ladies and gentlemen, the bandit back, University of Louisville. Mike Brown is the two-time intramural dunk champion. <laughs> At the University of Louisville. Yeah, he is. I got yeah, to test him. He's dunked on me at least twice. <laughs> I know for a fact. Wow. I almost caught him slipping too one time. He almost got me. He almost got me. I'm not getting dunked on. Haven's like three feet tall. Mike's not dunking on me. First of all, me and Mike are both alumni of Butler High School. So, you know, the Butler Bears representing. But he was definitely not. was not going to get me. I I refuse to to let that happen to me. Uh, But, uh, Mike, uh, we're going to bring you into this. This is the defensive session, portion of the uh, show right now. I know Montreal, if he does get here, he'll try to bring it back to the offensive side. But, uh, uh, Michael, let me just ask ask you, um, did you ever feel slighted because Louisville's defenses, as we talked about, were always great. I mean, you had guys like Curry, Burns, uh, and, and others that played in the secondary. Uh, you know, linebackers like Tyrus McLeod, Terry Rice Lockett, uh, you know, just Anthony Bridges. Just I can go on and on with great players. Um, w- did it ever annoy you that the offensive guys, all the pretty boys like Mario and Rudy over there, the pretty boys taking all the pictures, everybody wants to get his autograph right. and say hi to him. Did it ever bother you that the offensive guys got all the glory? Not really, just because, um, you know, you, you, you know, as long as you're out there on the field, people are going to notice you. As long as you make it play, as long as, people's, as, long as that announcer's calling your name and your number, right. people are going to know you. 
So, no, no. you know, it's the, I just I just put it on, um, you know, I was, out, I was out there making plays. And as long as I was making plays, I was getting attention. So I was okay with that. So, so tell me something. You were a, actually uh, a running back. That's right. A, a, out of uh, Butler High School, one of the best running. He actually led the state. You led the state in touchdowns as a senior, correct? That's correct. Well, trust me, I've heard those stories a million times. People forget this, but Mike Brown was actually my roommate when I yeah. first. Oh wow! That's right. That's so right. trust me, running That's back. Right. He preached to me every day, and I watched <laughs> all his highlights. So, so you are a great, great, great high school running back. What was it like? Uh, because that's been there have been several guys like uh, J.R. Russell, who was a quarterback coming out of high school. Um, I believe Kerry Rhodes came from the offensive side of the ball. A lot of these guys we Dwayne see. White. Dwayne White. Was Dwayne White back. was a running back uh, out of high school. What's it like as a guy? You were the star. Uh, you know, the, the best running back in the state of Kentucky, in my estimation, coming out. What's it like to be a guy who's asked to make that transition to? Flip to the other side of the ball? Um, it's definitely, uh, you definitely have to humble yourself and uh, just go ahead and see the bigger picture. There's, there had, you know, there, if he's asking me to do this, there has to be a, something that he's seeing. So even though I would love, you know, even though I would have loved to have played running back, I seen that there was a bigger picture and I did, you know, I did, I did my part in making, uh, uh, making history at the University of Louisville. No doubt. And, and, you know, you get the opportunity. He had great success. Uh, of course, played with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Made it to the NFL. So I'd say he made a good decision with the flip-flop from running did back okay. to defense. Did okay. Did, did, did pretty did good. Right. Uh, you know, right. uh, but uh, as Michael said, just kind of seems like a mentorship uh, for the defenders. Uh, you know, where, where guys take you under your wing. And it is more about that attitude that they have to teach you guys. What, what, what's it like the family of the defensive side of the ball? Well, our motto was uh, swarm. That was our motto, and if you and and what that meant was everybody might not know what that means. It just means everybody running full speed as fast as they can, as hard as they can, to get to the ball to try to make a tackle. Or, in case if the ball comes out, you be the first guy to pick it up, scoop and score. So that mentality, along with um, the camaraderie of the guys who you know, because every everybody on the team didn't really like each other. We had fights. We yep. had guys that didn't. Hey, really I, like, like I each appreciate other. you always keep it real. Yeah, yeah, true, that's real. True. I mean, and this and this one here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm guilty. Hey, I fought a lot of a my lot, teammates. A lot. I fought a lot. <laughs> Half the team. He, it's a list. The guys that he's had. You know, like forgive Michael Jones. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's on the field. So, uh, some of it's trickled over. At, uh, outside of the field. You know, you had to diffuse it in other ways. But a lot of it was just on the field aggression and frustration. Guys just being a, uh, competitive and in, in the heat, pads on. You ready to hit somebody else? You're hitting your own guys. Right. Just get a little, little excited, you know. And, some things boil over. No, they, they work it out. You hit, you hit a couple guys hard, you know, hit, hit them enough. You, you kind of work those frustrations out. Yeah. Now, now, let me ask. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, Haven's point. Wait, I'm like, why is nobody pointing Michael? Hey, like I told I said, you, you, you know what? Even in the games. I, 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 I'll take it. I'm like, I'm like Dennis Rodman. I'm the bad boy. I'm the bad boy of you, boy. So all yeah. the blame can fall on my show. Somebody's got to take it for the team. So no doubt. I, I'll be the bad guy. But no doubt. I, like I said, I played with, like Mike Brown said, I played with a chip on my shoulder. No. You know, I was undersized. It helped him. You know, so it, it just, it, not, it did nothing but fuel me. And that's the one thing I try to teach my children, everybody I coach. You got to play with a little bit of aggression. Uh, I was taught football is 90% mental, 10% physical. Know your assignments, know what you're doing, and the rest comes to you easily. So, like, 
like he said, man, we played, and, uh, and I let my football speak for me more than anything. You know? No doubt. You have a lot of leaders that talk the game but can't play the game. So I'd rather show people that I could play the game rather than talk the game. That's what's up. Now, let me ask you guys, okay, because you have this game coming up, okay? Everybody knows next Saturday. Uh, Louisville-Auburn. Auburn's breaking in a new quarterback, Jeremy Johnson. Okay, so it's going to be up to this Louisville defense uh, to come in and really set the tone early. Uh, you have some great players there. We talked about Sheldon Rankins. Uh, you know, we, we talk about Keith Kelsey. Uh, you know, we, we talk about all these great defenders. You have Josh Harvey Clemens, the great transfer from Georgia. You have Shaquille Wiggins as well out of Georgia as a transfer. What's it, you know, first of all, out of this defense, because I know you guys have been out there and seen this defense so far this year early on. Um, what's it? What, what do you What do you see out of these guys? And are these guys? Do they have the talent and the ability to play against one of the elite teams in the SEC? Oh, um, yeah, I think they do. Talent wise, they definitely have the talent. But their biggest question will come down to. Uh, a balance in the game, you know, between offense helping them out, special teams. You can't keep the defense on the field for too long, especially against any kind of offense, especially a SEC offense. Um, do we have the depth? Yeah, we have a little bit of depth, but at the end of the day, you know, Auburn's got more players, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say better caliber athletes. We've got just as good as athletes here at UofL, but they have a great running game, so it always comes down to a balance. You know, as long as the offense can help the defense out and keep the defense fresh all game, I think Louisville's going to shock the world on Saturday. So. Now, you know, if, if I remember correctly, when you were playing, you were one of the most de just vicious defensive ends. I mean, you were just like, you played with like almost unbridled hatred for your opponent. So let me ask you a question. Is there anybody on the team that you see right now that, that brings that, that energy, just that I'm crushing everybody type of spirit? I got to say the linebackers. They're, you know, like I said, we got, we've had some great defensive ends that have come out here recently, but it's the linebackers, the linebacker crew. Uh, look at the way they play every game. Uh, that Miami game. I know we lost that game, but if you look at some of those plays in that Miami game, I mean, really showed you who 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 are the physical leaders on defense. You know, um, like I said, Keith Kelsey. Watch watch him play. I mean, he's a he's a nose hunter. He's aggressive, always on the ball. Great tackle, great breaking down, great form. So to me, you know, that's who sticks out to me. That's who somebody. If I was playing on that defense, that's somebody I'd gravitate towards just because his style of play, you know, resembles what I played like and, you know, what I wanted our defense to play like. So that's the person I call out on defense now. Cool. Now, it's, let me back up a little bit. Now, if it's okay with you guys, if it's okay with you guys, let's open up the questions. So I'm sure there's some of the Cardinal faithful here may have some questions from, from you three guys. But obviously, probably would have. Coming the greatest era of carved athletics. That's right. Does anybody have any questions for either Mike, Mike, or Mario? Any questions? Concerns? Comments? And don't be scared. Come on up. They ain't going to bite you. So any, any questions at all in the house? I don't care if it's the bartender. You know, I don't care if it's, if it's the DJ, uh, wherever Z-Nice is. If he has questions, Jay has. If you have anybody who has questions, Jeremy, I see Jeremy. He looks, you know, like he's just chilling right now. So I don't know if Jeremy has any questions. But any questions at all for Mario, for Mike, for Michael, uh, you know, from, from the audience. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. 
Oh, yeah. We, we're answering questions today. That's what we're here for. There we go. This is an terrestrial radio, so everybody, you can ask them anything. I don't know if they'll answer anything, but you can ask them anything you want. Absolutely anything. Yes. Mic check, mic check. All right, we're good. Uh, I guess my question is for Mario. Uh, what does it mean to you? I know we talked about this uh, on my show before, but what does it mean to you to be not only one of the great, as far as the wide receivers at the University of Louisville, but for that to kind of have a hometown theme, you got Ivan Green, uh, Devontae Parker, Lavelle Boy. Lavelle Boy gets overlooked a lot. You look at the record books, he's in the top ten of every single thing. Those are all Louisville guys. Well, I actually uh, looked up to Lavelle Boy, you know, once I was in high school. Uh, Lavelle was one of the UFL players that uh, took me under his wing, you know, taught me a lot about just the college atmosphere in general, you know, and hard work, what it really means to uh, get to where you want to be. So I credit those guys to, uh, you know, the, the, the organization that I've created to this day, you know. So, um, I mean, it, it, it's an honor to me, you know. Uh, it's something that you never really – think about or dream of, you know, having this much support from your hometown, but, um, you know, I guess once you put your mind to something and you do what you want to do and you make all the strides of getting there, everything else falls in place, and this is one of the benefits of it. Absolutely. I mean, you know we love all of our Cardinals, but it's more special when it's, you know, no offense, you know, but, you know. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, you know, you know my, my, Mike, Mike Brown is also from the city of Louisville, so you can't just talk about Mario. Not, what, what's it mean to be one of the, the, the homeboys, guys like Jermon Brown, who just finished up Reggie Bonifant? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just a wonderful thing, man, because we're, we're from here, we grew up here, went to high school here. Play, playing college ball here, man, it's, it's, it's wonderful because your family and friends get to come out and see you, and, and I mean, it's just a wonderful feeling, man. Yeah, I played against my, but I was, you know, I was, I'm talking wide receivers, and you try to throw, you try to throw me under the bus, Rashawn. I'm still bigger than you. We both lost a lot of weight, but I'm still bigger. You are just a little bit bigger, but you know, I, I got to chew on you a little bit since since Haven walked off. Then you know, I got to find somebody else to pick with. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't tell that he walked off. <laughs> oh, the short jokes, poor Haven. Yeah, we got hey, he's we got always on you, Haven. Got hot ones for you. <laughs> All right, so so let me ask you guys, um, as you see it, this game coming up on Saturday. Uh, unless there's more questions. I know I, I, I see some people that look like they, they want to come up and ask a question. Uh-oh, uh, uh this guy's coming up here. Steve Mudd, uh, the, the king of cars coming up here. Steve Mudd, what, what, what's your question? What do you have for the guys? I already know the answer, but I'll ask the questions that probably somebody in the crowd wants to know. So I start with Josiah. And so, Mike, tell the, tell the fans about the transition that you've seen of the University of Louisville and what athletics means to the city of Louisville alone from the time that you played up until now, you know, looking, I was at Cardinal Stadium the other day and I was out walking around and looking, not Cardinal Stadium, but Papa John's and, you know, talking about the suites and, and the expansion that's about to take place and, you know, it's just huge what's going on. So tell the fans about the transition since you came from an era where uh, it wasn't really where it's at today. So, you know, tell, tell the fans a little bit about that. Well, um, for me, like I said, I was blessed. When we, when we came to, uh, when I came to the University of Louisville, we had just started finished building our Papa John Cardinal Stadium. So to see what it is now and what it's going to be in the near future adding the Sweet Stud is actually uh, amazing. 
Um, 66,000 seats. 66,000 is amazing. Like I said, going it started with 40. You played in front of about 15 to 20 people. So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, hey, don't. We forget now. I come from Alabama. Uber high. We played in front of 55,000 for every home game. Yeah. So we've been selling out. So You remember hearing a pin needle drop <laughs> in Cardinal Stadium. So, you know, 66,000, I mean, wow. 66,000 is going to be big. I mean, trust me, just seeing um, – what athletics has done for the city and for the state of Kentucky, uh, for the city of Louisville, um, all the kids, you know, and it's not just football. I mean, I tip my hat to Tom Jordan, you know, he's done an amazing job as athletic director for U of L. Uh, I just wish as a university and as a program, they would reach out to us alumni more and give us opportunities to come work for the university. That's the one thing that, you know, at the end of the day, you don't see, but you see this at every other university in the world, you know, in the country, especially athletes that actually made it to, you know, the big dance, the NFL, that actually right. played, got the opportunity. Give us a chance to come back and coach our, our nephews, our, you know, our brothers, our cousins, our, the younger generation coming in. Open those doors for us, you know. Um, I hate to say this, but we're actually more than just football players. Right. Some of us are very intelligent. Some of us got our masters. We just need the opportunity that I feel like we brought to the city as well. That's right. I mean, people sit there and say, yeah, you know, you got an education. Hey, at the end of the day, thank you for my education, but I'm sure I made you a couple of million dollars selling out some of them games. Now, hold so. now, Mike, now hold up. Now hold up, Mike. We all know you guys get to go work out. Oh, yeah. In athletic yeah. facilities. You That's guys right. be lucky. That's play. true. Now, That's true. Okay, this is more inside stuff for you guys. This does not yeah, leave the room. True. Okay, this yeah, does not true. leave the room. So you guys be lucky you don't play basketball. Because, you know, we know Patino doesn't let anybody except for his players come work out or even go to the games. Right. That's deep, you know. So when, when you don't when you don't let nobody, you have to let you you have to let some of the older players back in, especially if they didn't have any uh, any uh, beefs or any type of uh, situations that led to them getting kicked off of the team or anything. They didn't do anything bad. They finished up or on, are trying to finish up their their uh, degree. You gotta let them come back and work out. Now, now, Mike, let, let me just ask both of you guys, you as well as Mario, just your thoughts on even taking it to that next step. Mario, for you, um, you were kind of part of the what I like to call the Louisville attitude era. That was kind of, you know, when Louisville kind of stepped up and said, you know what, we're not satisfied with being just a Conference USA team. We're not satisfied with being just another basketball school. We're going to come out there and show you that we can play football. And not only can we play football, we can play with the best. Okay, what was it like to see that and see that you, and as well as, as Mike as well, as well as Michael, uh, you know, kind of be a part of that spearhead? What's it feel like to see it, um, you know, translate to now 66,000 seats about to be, uh, you know, enclosed and just all the, the growth? What's that mean to you to be a part of that? I mean, um, when we were doing it, I mean, all we knew was to win, you know, and what we were being taught. But looking back on it, just seeing where, you know, how far we have progressed, it's just, it's a blessing just to be a part of and just to know that we were a big step and making it to where we are today, you know. So um, 
I just appreciate every single day, and um, I come around as much as I can. I'll, I'll continue to until they kick me out. We have a question here for Troy. Troy, what's your question? Uh, yeah, first of all, all three of y'all are all-time Louisville greats. Nice to see y'all here. The question you. is, all of y'all play for John L., but I don't think he, he didn't. Yeah, I don't think you two play got to play for he who should never be named. Cracked on. Yeah, that's that's this. So you played under Petrino and Cracked yeah, yeah, What was the biggest difference? I think I already know the answer to this question. Yeah. But what is the biggest difference between Cracked practice? Because I went out there all the time and, and seen the crack thought practices, and I've seen the Petrino practices, and the crack thought practices was junk. But I just want to hear from somebody who was actually participated. What was the biggest difference between crack thought and Petrino? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think the proof is in the pudding. You know, we, we had the exact same team uh, that won an Orange Bowl, and the the very next season, we go six and six and, and no bowl. So, I think that's the the, the uh, that's the, the most proof that you can get. But uh, as far as intensity, um, Cracker was you know he was a more of a passive guy, uh, and Petrino was the guy that you love to hate. You know, uh, as a fan, I mean yep. he, he's going to tell you like he you know he's going to tell you what he wants when he wants it, and you have no choice but to abide by that. Uh, Cracker. New situation, new team. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a different approach. You know, um, and I mean, I guess being the AD's friend has its perks sometimes. Hey, ho, I, I got a story about Crackdorf. Mario, you might remember this one. Um, when y'all played Pittsburgh at home, it was homecoming. Um, I don't remember. We think we lost. Um, or we we lost. Yeah. Before that game. Um, it was homecoming, so he let some of the older older players come into the locker room to, to just, you know, kind of boost the morale and be around the team and all of that. Craig Thorpe gave the pregame speech. <laughs> this is my first time hearing this guy, right? And by the end of his speech, I was confused. I didn't know. I, had, I, I mean, I didn't know what. I'm looking around. Everybody, there, there was no. Yeah, you know, at the end of the speech, it, everybody just crickets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> put your pants on. Okay, uh, y'all, let's go. Right in. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he talked about passive. It was it was a totally different energy when you talked about Crector and Petrino because he was under Petrino as a head coach. We played with Petrino as an a coordinator. We still see he's the same guy. His fight, both him and his brother Paul fiery people like very very passionate about the game and about coaching know what they're doing not the best people not the best uh sociable people but on the field they they're they're very uh very smart yeah and as much as uh you know coach petrino's the what the petrino's were uh leaders and motivators they also believed in motivating from within so a lot of the team captains or the older players uh coach petrino was not opposed to having those guys come up and kind of motivate the players uh before a game or a halftime if we're just up by a touchdown or two you know um they knew that we were better than that and that we had more potential so petrino encouraged those older players to come up and uh motivate us and you know say the things that that it took for us to get going as opposed to you know uh the other guy 
um, he wasn't too much for that. Uh, he took it into his own hands, and not every time he knew how to go about it. I just want to say something. Anybody who thought that this man was best utilized running bubble screens and quick slants instead of going down the field and catching touchdown passes, that, that was probably what did it for me. That's always been my biggest issue under that, but I digress. And, and just one other thing, anybody who says, I'm going to coach football, but we'll still be home in time for dinner, is not a football coach. Hey, can, 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 can everybody agree with that? You're not a football coach if you're trying to get home by 6 o'clock for dinner, yeah, right? You can say that again. No, 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 not, not at all. And the reason, and the reason why what, what he was saying is true, because um, from, from in, some insider information that I had gotten from some of the coaches, that were uh, there his first season. There were some of the coaches that were gone after practice. As soon, pretty much by the time before the guys got out of the shower, the coach, some of the coaches were gone. <laughs> so okay, what if I had? What if? What if in this two-hour practice that we just had, that we're trying to prepare for this game for? It is very important. What if we had some questions that we are really trying to get squared away before the next day? Gone. Coaches wow. out. Of, coaches out of the building. So that, that definitely had a trickle-down effect, and, that, and that, that's foreign to us. Wow. We've never experienced that under, this, under John L. Smith. And, so. and, again, you are listening to the Main Event Sports Show, coming to you live from Saints Pub, the Sky Bar at Saints. You are there, pep rally. It's going down. All this red. First of all, everybody looks beautiful in the house tonight. All this red and black, man. It gets me excited. We're only a week out from the season, people. A week out from the season. I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about everything we have going on. Of course, the main event sports show. Well, we'll be down in Atlanta uh, getting you together, getting you ready for all the events and all the action uh, going on down the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. You never hurt the athletes, Hey, You never hurt the athletes. Like, come on, man. are there any other questions for the guys before I let them go? I know they want to get down and uh, take pictures. And uh, Mario's already got that. Mario loves the pictures. He wants to get out there and take pictures and shake hands with everybody. He didn't even need to tell him to do that. That's, that's uh, what he does. Uh, you know what? You guys see my man Mario right here. No, come here. Come here, Mario. Uh-oh. First of all, Look at the man's the a male model. Look at Don't the forget, the, the man's Look a male model. And uh, you can't see it now, but you rub on the stomach. It's like a, it's like a wash, but you don't wash clothes on it. You, you, you can thank his brother, Maurice Iridia. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving a shout out to Maurice, one of the best, one of the best uh, trainers here in the city of Louisville. There you go. Right, look, look. The man's out of football for decades. Look at that. Shredfitacademy.com. Give my brother some love for sure. <laughs> Haven's always picking with Mario all the time. It's absolutely ridiculous. I have to. I'll pick on this guy, too. Because a lot of people don't know, Mike and I ran track together. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We ran track. Traveled the country. We traveled the country running track together. A lot of people don't know this. I was actually faster than Mike at one point. When I was this tall. Oh, wow. When he was like Well, actually, okay, now I'm I'm prepping. A long time ago. (laughs) A very long time ago. Like, I'm faster than Mike when I ran the 400. Right. Not the 100, 200. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't even close. Yeah, no, not the sprints. Haven was more of a uh, more of a 400, 800 runner, and I was more of a 200, 100 type of a sprinter. Oh, he's, he's fast. Yeah, yeah, I still I always had speed, man. Um, but, but Haven was a little older than me. We were he well, he still is. I mean, but <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> when, when we when we were running track, um, uh, he was about six years older than me. So we had uh, and it was um, called AAU, Amateur Athletic Union, uh, Junior Olympics. We used to travel the country and uh, 
he, he, we, we had different uh, age brackets, 10 and under, 11 to 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, 18. So um, I was always a few brackets under him. So, But we had a lot of fun doing that. Hold on, time out. Now, this makes a whole lot more sense now. I didn't know that Haven was a grown man racing right. against a child. Right, right, right. Okay, right. I've I been hearing this story for years. That's what I tell him, yeah. So I was always, I was faster. Now it makes sense. Okay, I, you know what? That's just a little, that's something personal. But, but by I the time, just, by the the time I was 18... And I, and you match our times. Now we talking. Now now we now we need to see who's but faster. I was, I was still faster for a hundred. No, I mean, okay. yeah, I, 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 I never ran for. If you were playing football, I was still I, faster for a hundred. So that's what's you, I, I never I never gave I never gave a uh, time a four hundred time at age eighteen to compare it to his. There you go. There you go. Ran the are, are there any other questions for the fellas before they get out and run around and say hello and shake hands? Any other questions? We good. You sure. You sure. Watch up before these go. guys go. Hey, go, go ahead. Cars chair. Yeah, the, 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 fellas, lead the chair. Yeah, yeah. Y'all go ahead and get it. Get it in. Get the C A R D S. Let's Okay. Oh, we got a question. Oh, we got a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's your question, buddy? Hello, everybody. This is VIP Michael Chandler. I'm gonna say this. VIP. That uh, uh, we're not gonna make no mistake against Auburn. And I'm just saying that we 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 gonna beat them guys. That's right. SEC. That's right. We gonna be determined to win despite our mistake. We are gonna overcome our mistake, regardless of how young we are. And my question is for everybody: What type of quarterback situation that that we gonna have on offensive line? Or, or whoever. So the, the quarterbacks on the offensive line, you know what? And, and I think that's been the biggest question for everybody. Who do you guys like, uh, you know, for, from a defensive perspective? This is an excellent question to ask just for the simple fact that you're breaking in new offensive linemen, you're breaking in a young quarterback. What's it when, when you guys as defenders know that you have a first-year quarterback or a green offensive lineman, uh, what do you all think? We're going to eat. Yeah, we're gonna eat. Now, the, the 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 problem. The, well, what I would like to see is in our quarterback situation because yeah. he's right. When you see inconsistencies in the quarterback or young t- tendencies of a younger quarterback, you see it's dinner time on the defensive side. So what I would like to see is a little more consistency out of our offensive units. Because it, 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 even the defense, because last year uh, in the bowl game we really got. Torched yeah. on, by the run, so our front defensive front really needs to show up against this SEC opponent. But it, he asked about the quarterbacks and the O line. The O line needs to show up too because these boys on the D line coming for you. They're coming. <laughs> we know the type of talent from years past and present of what the, what they have. So we our, old, our what I would like to see is um, really. Uh, the guy from Trinity, um, the quarterback. Reggie Bonifant. Reggie Bonifant. Uh-huh. I would like to see Bonifant. I don't know who's going to start the quarterback. I don't know who he's got up yet. But I would like to see Bonifant really solidify himself just because he's the most mobile quarterback that we have right now. So with that, that green offensive line, with, it's good to have somebody yes, who can run a little but bit. His, his problem is, is his decision-making with the pass. It takes him quite a while to get the ball off. 
and that gets him in trouble sometimes and to, to where he has to run a bit more than what he probably should have to run. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, because last year the line kind of held up at times and, you know, he's just not really decisive with his decisions and it's rolling over into, man, I can't keep blocking this guy for five seconds. Come on now. And now you got to take off running. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The Kentucky game especially uh, was troubling uh, with the, the issues that Reggie had passing the ball. But it's a new year. He was a very young quarterback. Yeah, As I young. said, only he his second young. year ever playing young. the position. He's young. So he, he was very young. Now, now Michael, for you, do, do you like uh, having the guy who's mobile with the younger offensive line? Or do you think either maybe a Will Gardner or a Cal Bolin will be better for the first game on the road? Uh, I'm, I live and die by Coach P, you know. Since day one. And Petrino, you trust. Yeah, yeah. Petrino, I trust. Whoever he picks, it will be ready for the job. It just, it's, all, it's all about what did they learn, whatever they learned from Coach P. Like I said, I learned how to play defense, learning offense from him. Right. You know, learning formations, tendencies. So at the end of the day, he's a very intelligent man. You know, he's going to give the kid all the cards he needs. The kid's going to make the right decision. He's going to pick the right plays. He's going to pick the, he's going to make the right check down. So with him being in the second year, yeah, I would take him any day of the week. I think he's mobile. I think he's athletic. I think he's intelligent enough. Yeah. He just needs to make better decisions. That offensive line needs to hold up. I like that. And does everybody believe in Petrino we trust? Yeah. Everybody think Coach Petrino is good enough to make those decisions? Yeah. yeah, I do. Hey, that's, that's pretty good. I think he's, he's earned that. I think he's, he's earned, earned that. And, and and I mean, for for everybody hasn't seen Coach P at work in the film room and in the meeting rooms. I mean, this guy's di- he, he's a he's a dynamic you know individual when it comes to the, to the X's and O's part of scheming for uh, against defenses. Yep. So I mean, he can make if the but but you also need the players. To to, Make the to play. Un, they're the ones who have to get it, yeah. you know. And he 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 he's 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 getting to the point to where, or the players are getting to the point to where they really are starting to see it. But it's just coming in, it's coming in uh, spurts. spurts and moments, and right. we need it to be more consistent. That's what I first thing I said about quarterback playing. Now bowling is good too. On he's time actually, and on target. That's Coach Petrino's favorite phrase: on time and on target. He's, he's actually the guy that's more on time and on target is bowling right, right now. A, a, right, at least from what we saw last year. Right. You know, but, but injuries, uh, not not as mobile. You know, and so yeah, and but. We, we, we have some talent. We have some guys that can that can get it done at quarterback. They just have to step up and not make very many mistakes. That's what's up. That's what's up. Are there any other questions before we let the fellas out to uh, chill out? Looks like the fellas, uh, that Mario may have some food getting ordered know, over there or something. I mean, did you save some for us, Mario? Because you just over there snapping Mario's away. chilling. He slid away. I don't even know when Mario slid off, but now he, he's, he, he's getting some food and beverages and everything else over there. Uh-oh. Jay has what you got for us. I tell you what. I got one more giveaway. I'm going to give away. There you go. I like it. There you go. Before I do that, I want to bring uh, a special good friend of mine. A lot of you guys seen him on television, newspapers, and the billboards. I bring the kings of cars, which is Steve Mudd Jr. from Montgomery Chevrolet. Come on up, Steve. This guy is the. This guy was. Jeff Weiler was actually what the third largest dealership in the country. When you work for Jeff Weiler, something like that. 
this man took over Jeff Wilder, and now he's been venturing now with Montgomery Chevrolet, and he's doing a great job. He's been a great uh, supporter for the Man of Man Sports Show. And uh, tell me about what you're going to take about about the game Saturday. Well, I'll be in attendance. Um, it's a big test. Big test, but uh, it's exciting. Exciting, as I said, as the question that I asked, it's exciting to see us in the ACC, the best conference in football and basketball, hands down. So it's exciting for the fans, and um, I think it's going to bring a new energy and new excitement to the city of Louisville and to the University of Louisville football team. Well, tell us a little bit about your car dealership at Montgomery Chevrolet. What are some of the specialized things you guys specialize in as your dealership? Well, they don't call me the kings of cars for nothing. So I understand that. I can get you whatever you want when it comes to that. Um, but well, tell the, the coordination about Montgomery Chevrolet. Oh, okay. Well, my role um, at the dealership is a general manager. Um, you know, we just serve the people. And, uh, you know, as I always say, we're in the blessing business. We're not in the car business. Uh, it's all about people. And uh, just you give out your information to, to, to the Picard Nation. Uh, Montgomery Chevrolet on Preston Highway, uh, MontgomeryChevrolet.com, or uh, Steve Murr Jr. on Facebook. i tell you this much. The reason why I said that, he is taking referrals. Somebody come out, they came because of Jay Hans for the main of the sports show. So you want the $200 <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's always an angle. There's always an angle. i tell you what. The first person that has a birthday in September. Ah, she, she, she's running Look at quick. She she's ready. It is. She, He's probably giving away my money. She does. She does. She just ran up here like. That's cool. What are you giving away? Oh, <laughs> we had the um, the giveaway was for nosebleed seats. Mm. At the West High School, she don't even know what I'm going to give away. I know. <laughs> Hold on. When is your birthday, Mal? September 22nd. September 22nd. Okay, I tell you what. I'm gonna give you some. Oh, 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 whoa! Put the car in front of the horse. We gotta have some some evidence. We need, we need to have an ID. Driver's license. What the ID at? Where, where's the ID at? Jay Hans is making the way the Come here real quick. I'm gonna do something real quick. I'm gonna do two things. Wrap it up. September twenty fourth. Uh, you, you got your ID? It, he brings the purse. <laughs> you know, ain't that something? DJ Nice. I tell you she's, what. She's born in September. Ah, September. There you go. September twenty fourth. Yes. There we go. We got two September. DJ Nice is gonna play. A six-second name that tune song real quick. Yeah, 20 seconds. And I got something nice I'm going to give away. Can you do that for me real quick? Something six seconds I'm going to do so, name so that tune. What, what, what are we giving away? She's going to get some movie passes and get your fitness on as well, too. And since you have your significant other, some ice cream from Dairy Queen. There we go. Hold on, hold on. Now, we had two September winners I up there. What's, what's he going to get? I got, oh, you got, I got this. Jay Hans has always got, got this. This man's this. always ready. I got this. I got this. That's what's up. Let me get out of my tricks of my pocket out of here. Compliments. I mean, of, he just uh, and, and let me tell you something. Jay Hans always walks around with prizes. Like, we'll just be out talking to people. We won't even be, we won't even have, like, the show set up. We'll just be somewhere. He'll be like, Rashawn, I'm ready to give away a prize right now. 
Let's just give away. I don't even know where this man keeps the prizes at. It's amazing. I got him. Just hold top. There we go. If you can name this song in six or seven seconds, I got something really nice for you. One, the, the first person to recognize this song, name that too. We'll get that. I said she won best she dress. Looks, don't she look nice, man? She won best dress. Hold on, real quick. John Fogel said there is a prize for best dress, I believe. Right? <laughs> oh, C A R D S Cards. What's your name? Latasha Mason. Latasha Mason. You had Fogel. I think she won best dress, John. Hey, hey, John. She did. I got you. Come right around here. I got some knife. You sit around there. But, but can I do something real quick? It won't take but two seconds. I got my daughter here from San Diego, California. Look at her. She's so blushing. Look at her. Jasmine, stand up, baby. My daughter. Yes, she is. She's so blushing. But anyway. We're going to have a great time tonight. This is uh, the Cardinal Nation here and the number one sports show main event. We just try to do the best that we can do on the radio every Saturday on FM 104. Join us. Support us. We'll be doing. We just don't just cover college sports. We cover WWE, the only sports show in the country that, that covers pro MMA. That's what's, we try to support our community. We do so much for our community. We do backpacks giveaway. We do toy for tots. We support the community. That's, what, that's the reason why this is no other sports show that does what we do. It takes you guys to, to support what we do. We help one another. That's what makes this sports show the number one sports show in Louisville, Kentucky. We want to thank you. We're going to have a great time tonight. And we're going to celebrate. we got tons and tons of giveaways. All right? I got some passes for King's Allen. Oh. Still got him. Don't worry about that. Tell you, the man just carries prizes. I don't even know where these prizes came King's from. I had no idea. I had no idea. He just has prizes. And you know what? I got a hotel accommodation. A hotel accommodation. And a rental car. Okay? But we're going to continue to uh, support the Man Event Sports Show. Support... Montgomery Chevrolet, Steve Mudd. Give out your phone number again to the dealership. 968-6111. 968-6111. And they are the number one sports show. We do a lot of stuff together with these guys, and they do a great job. So. Hey, is everybody having a good time out here tonight? Everybody having a good time? Who's ready for football? Yeah, we ready for football? Yeah, we're ready. You know what? You know what? Jerry's like that guy who's going to be doing balloons after. So as soon as we're done, we're going to get a balloon animal, get a quarter from behind you here. Jerry's going to do everything. That's dude right there. My Tell man Jay has. That's it. That's why he's the Don King of Louisville. Only in Louisville. 
Only, only in Jefferson County. Only America. America. I'm <laughs> That's my America. That's my man. So, so what are we doing now? What, what are we doing now? You know what? Let's go and break down a little bit because we started to beforehand break down okay. about who's going to be starting quarterback. Now, yeah. you said Reggie Bonifant. Right. I said Cal Bowen. Right. You know, we, we, we had, you know, Mike and Mike and Mario kind of gave their idea about, you know, what they would like to see. They like Reggie, by the way. Well, you Mike. know what? I, I have a tiebreaker right here. My man, Jeremy. I'm going to let Jeremy break the tie here from Cardinal Jeremy Sports. Jeremy Wayman. Cardinal Sports Zone live with 55. Right. Well, Come on up here. You're too big for me to pick you up, so don't fall. You wanted me to fall. Oh, man, no, of course not. So we could be the same height. Oh, oh, short jokes. Jerry has been on Haven since Jerry. He needs a hug. I'm giving him one. It's all good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, why don't you give us your idea who you think should be the starting quarterback against Auburn September 3rd? Well, first off, I want to say you never know how nerve-wracking it is. I mean, I do my own show. Y'all do y'all. But when you're in the audience watching somebody else do the show and you're just sitting there like you want to you want to add stuff and you're like, but, but. I so saw you over there. You were kind of like holding on to the seat like you Absolutely. were Absolutely. I was like. I want to say this, but uh, can I plug real quick? Do a quick plug. Definitely. Plug away. Lava 55, Wednesday nights, blogtalkradio.com, backslash CSE. Check it out. There you go. And the Cardinal Sports Zone, 10 a.m., ESPN 93.9 The Ville. Check us out. Uh, we're going to be covering it live from Atlanta as well, 10 right. to 12. We're going to be leading into Ramsey and Rutherford. And you have free goodies. Yes. Swag. Uh, I've got free koozies. Uh, but to answer your question, finally, after all that jumping around, I'm going to agree. Who do I agree with? Hmm. I'm agreeing with both. Hey, I know, yeah, I, I know it sounds. No, no, no. Yeah, that is so cheap. That is so cheap. Because I believe with every fiber of my heart that Reggie Bonifant is going to trot out and take that first play of the game. There we go. Don't put the car for the horse, because I believe he's going to play one play, and then Kyle Bowen is going to take over yes. and lead us to victory. Reggie Bonifant, I love the kid, a great kid. I, you know, I have not, no bad things to say about uh-huh. him, but it's like we talked about the other night. When he's in the game, it kind of feels like we're playing in quicksand. Prototypical Charlie Strong quarterback. Right. Great if you need to win a game 20 to 13 or 10 to 6 or that's, that's 3, fair. you know, something like that. Right. But I think, just like, and I'm, it pains me to agree with Haven. I hate agreeing with Haven. I don't know why. I'm the hill. He's the face, I guess. He's whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, he he was doing really well in the game against Georgia. He threw for 700 yards in his last two games. And if it wasn't for Coach P taking him out of that game against Georgia and messing up the momentum, again, like, I have to agree with him. I think that cost us the game. The running backs weren't matching yard for yard. We were throwing throw for throw, and then it just, for whatever reason. But like I said, Bonifant, great kid. I have nothing bad to say about him. I think we'll see a play similar. I don't have any inside information. I wish I did. Don't lie to us, Jeremy. You have people inside the sports office. I do. But uh, I'm I'm trying to be a little humble, at least, Rashawn. But, um. I think we'll see a play. You remember in the Orange Bowl oh, yeah. play that we had? It was like a was it a flea flicker or a halfback pass? Oh yeah, yeah, halfback yeah, yeah. pass. Half-back I think pass. we see Reggie and Lamar take the field at the first play of the game. Ooh, Reggie Bonifant and Lamar Jackson flea flicker, and then either Kyler Will takes it for the rest of the game. I truly believe it. And then I think we'll see Lamar more than just that. I think Lamar will be involved at least fifteen percent of the game every wow. game. 
Wow. Wow, that, that's big. And I actually agree with that. I think Lamar Jackson, while, you know, a lot of people like my cohort here believes that Lamar Jackson can be the starting quarterback at the University of Louisville. I'm saying that ain't happening. It's not happening. Jawan Pass is a guy, if anybody doesn't know, maybe the number one dual threat quarterback in the country, Carver High School, Columbus Carver High School out of Atlanta, uh, one of the best, most dynamic quarterbacks in high school football, will be at the University of Louisville next year. He'll actually be playing a game that Friday night uh, about 30 miles outside of Atlanta. If anybody gets down there early who wants to see the future of the Cardinal quarterback position, he'll be, out, he'll be down there playing. But... Because of that, Lamar Jackson, while he is a strong arm, you know, he looks good in the pocket, he sets up, he has everything, he's not going to be a quarterback. Okay, let's just go ahead and get that away. He's going to be a great athlete. I think that he's a guy who can score points. If you look at the young man on tape, he's absolutely electric with the ball in his hands. I think he's a touchdown scorer. I think that's what he will be, and I think that's what he'll be for the University of Louisville. He's going to play quarterback. No. Trust me, he will play quarterback for several reasons. No. Okay. Number one, the way the class is lined up, they line up in his favor for him to play quarterback because they need at least three to four guys back there all time that can take a snap and play quarterback. We all know how injury-prone Bowling and Gardner are. They're not going to make it through a whole season. Hence, the Asway quarterback. Now, if he does play quarterback, look for him to be Louisville's version of Pat White. He may not throw the ball a lot, even though he has a much better arm than Pat White whatever never has. But look for him to be Louisville's Pat White. You want to know my best-case scenario for this? You move Lamar to halfback. You move Reggie to the slot. Let Will play start at quarterback, and then send Kyle to Western Kentucky to play, and then let Jawan take over next year. That's I like that. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm just gonna just stop because no I'm crazy. This is what I do. Hold on, John Fogel, come here, John Fogel. We're gonna get John up here real quick. This is the man who put this whole thing together. Give him a round of applause yeah. for getting Card Nation together today. First of all, thank you for allowing the Main Event Sports Show to be a part of what we're doing out here today. Um, first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's always a good day to be a Cardinal fan. Yes, sir. So I'm going to let John be because we're about to put this conversation to bed because I do. I want to talk a little bit about the defense before we get out of here. I know we're coming up on it. I know you have some other things that you want to get to as well. But I'm going to let you be the deciding guy. Okay, now don't forget you came on the show with me. Haven was too busy. He was out of town, didn't come to the show yesterday. So just remember who, who you know, let you come in and you were talking. It was great. We had a good time. So who do you think the starting quarterback should be? Reggie Bonifant. Hey, 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 there we go. That's what I'm talking about. See, so, so now I'm not going to let you just get away with it. I want to know why. Why is Reggie the man? Why do you think he's going to be ultimately the guy who takes the spot? Because his mother's sitting right there. Well, there we go. I don't, I don't know if y'all knew that. That's Reggie Bonfa's mother sitting right there. There we go. Show us some love. <laughs> See, I think Reggie's going to start now. Good answer. That's probably a better answer than I could have ever given. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Now I definitely feel like I'm on the beforehand. Now I feel like I'm definitely on the right side of the argument too. Yeah, That's I mean, Reggie's gonna start. That's there we go. So, Elko's got green eyes. I'll That's let you pass. Now, now, John, just kind of talk about. Hey, I've seen you out here. You've been kind of walking around like a Louisville Santa Claus. <laughs> I see you handing out little little prizes and gifts and shaking hands. What What do you have going on right now? I'm just showing some love. I appreciate everybody coming out tonight, and I just want to show you that I really appreciate it. And and we're going to win this coming Saturday. Go Cards. 
There we go, there we go. John Fogel, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get ready to go down to Auburn and win us a game. And John, I, I got to give you, what's the score prediction before you go run off? I know you're doing a lot right now. What, give me your score prediction. What's going to happen in Atlanta next week? I'm going to stick to my prediction that I gave you on the radio yesterday. Louisville 34, Auburn 21. 34, 21, a cargo beatdown. Like it. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Well, John, thank you. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, if, if, you, if the Many Men Sports Show can ever do anything for you, definitely let us know. We appreciate the opportunity to come out here and do what we do. Appreciate it. Love you. There we go. John Fogel, ladies and gentlemen, putting this together. How nice does it look in here with all this red and black everywhere? I mean, you have Cardinal everywhere. I mean, the balloons and the, uh, you know, the man cave, everything. It looks, this is outstanding. I mean, he did a great job putting this whole thing together. Now, fellas, um, before we get out of here, um, I do want to ask about the defensive side of the ball. We've been talking about the quarterbacks and the running backs and the offensive line. And, you know, I think there's a lot more question marks um, on that side of the ball. But I think that the defense, like I told Mike as well as Michael, um, that the defense is going to be, to me, the factor in if they win this game. The defense is going to have to be very good, okay? And when you talk about, talk about Sheldon Rankins, uh, Pio Vatuvai, uh, you know, uh, all, all the guys that really get it going. It was really on that front seven. Um, what do you all think about the defense? And I've heard some people say that this defense can be better than last year's defense. Last year's defense finished the season, I believe, ranked second in the country. So you're talking about a serious statement that they can be better than that. What do you all think about that? Okay, I'll go first. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, here's what I think. I agree with you. Absolutely better than last year to me. What a lot of people you know, okay, Louisville's not ranked. A lot of those people that do the rankings are those West Coast guys that don't pay a lot of attention. Sure, we lost six starters on defense to the uh, to the pros, but the transfers that we had coming in, you got Devontae Fields, which you asked earlier, yeah. I think that's the modern-day Michael Josiah. I think that Devontae Fields plays just as intense, just as tenacious as him. Uh, then you got um, – Josh Harvey Clemens coming in. He's the NFL. NFL. You know, Coach Grantham said last week that Clemens and um, Fields were top 15 draft picks. But first of all, for anybody who doesn't know Josh Harvey Clemens, the young man that transferred from Georgia, first of all, he was a five-star athlete coming out, the number one safety in the country, six foot five, 230 pounds, playing safety. I mean, that's Louisville used to have defensive ends that size, and this young man is playing in the secondary, an absolutely elite talent. So that's just Josh Harvey Clemens. He's an amazing, amazing athlete. Um, the coaches have uh, sung his praises, and you think that both he as well as Shaq Wiggins, his teammate from Georgia, are both going to make a big impact, right? Absolutely. I think they'll make huge impacts, and then you add sophomore Tremaine Washington back there who's made strides this summer. And Jair Alexander, the super freshman, and Kane Pass. I don't know how much Kane Pass is going to play. You know, yeah. the uh, consolation prize. Why, uh, speaking of that, give me that consolation. A four-star Pass brother is a consolation prize for getting Juwan. I'll take it any day. I think yeah. the defense is going to make great strides this year. I think it'll be better. And especially the, the strength of the defense, which would be the line and the linebackers, especially when you're going against, uh, once again, a, 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 a sophomore quarterback that's never played before in Auburn. Right. It's going to be his first big game. And he's going against a very talented defensive line that this year should be able to rush the passer much better than he did last year because I have better athletes now on the line in order to get that pressure on the quarterback. I totally and, and to stop Auburn's power running game because with Keith Kelsey, with Burgess and those guys, and Keith Brown, you know, anchoring a linebacker spot. 
we can fill those gaps. That if is you a can lot stop, of talent. If you can stop Auburn from running the ball and make them throw the ball and put it in his hands to overcome that first game jitters, you can put a lot of pressure on, on Auburn's offense. No, I totally agree with you. I, I think that this defense, from a talent standpoint, when you talk about James Burgess, Keith Kelsey, uh, Keith Brown, who was uh, a freshman All-American before he's had injuries the last couple of seasons. Uh, when you talk about those three guys, then Devontae Fields, uh, Big 12 Player of the Year a couple of seasons ago. Now uh, at the outside linebacker slash defensive end for the University of Louisville, P.O. Batuvai, who got hurt. Uh, the last three games of the season was un uh, un uh, ineligible or, or unavailable for the bowl game, which I think was a huge, huge detriment to Louisville playing against Georgia. Uh, you have those guys back. You have Sheldon Rangos. You have D'Angelo uh, Brown. Um, the defense is going to be amazing. You may have seven guys, seven NFL players, or guys with NFL-type talent in that front seven, as well as Josh Harvey Clemens, as well as Shaq Wiggins. So, I mean, but, but don't that's forget, amazing. But don't forget the other big safeties. A lot of people like to like to focus on Josh Harvey Clemens because he's a five-star athlete. He yep. is 6'5", 212 pounds. He looks like the determinator out there. You have Terrence Ross there. You have no, Jermaine Reeve as no, that's, well. That's the guy to watch. Both of those guys. That's the name, Jermaine Reeve. Yep. That's the guy to watch out for. He's going to be the playmaker. Out of Miami. Out of Miami. He's the playmaker. He's going to be the opposite guy of Josh Harvey, Josh Harvey Clemens. A lot of people are going to key on Josh, but I think they underestimate how good Jermaine Reed really is. And don't forget Chucky Williams, a cornerback as well. Yeah, Another yeah. guy who played a lot so last year, talent. who was very, very talented. And the guy that Jeremy mentioned, uh, and for anybody who wants to know who's going to be the impact freshman, who wants to, who's going to be that freshman, the guy that we hear about? Jair Alexander is a young man that I had not really heard much about. He's a former commitment of South Carolina. You know who else was a former commitment of South Carolina? Turned out pretty well at the University of Lorenzo Lawden. That's right. Good job, Shane. Shane Stovall with the, with the information. Quiet. I, Shane, I just brought you up here. You can come up and say hi to the people. You want me to come up and say hi, Shane? Come on up here, Shane Stovall. Give a big round of applause for Shane. All right. I like it. I like What's it. going on, man? Good to see you. What's going on? Hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't go. I'm, I'm going to just break you in real quick. I need your defensive breakdown. Who's your defensive MVP? Who's going to be the Lorenzo Malden? Uh, you know, we, we talked about Jair possibly starting at cornerback um, as a true freshman. Who's your guy on defense? Is it Devontae Fields? Is it D'Angelo Brown, who I love? I mean, that's that to me is the guy. Um, when you have that big defensive tackle that, that kind of gets that double, that triple team, he may not end up with the stats that everybody else does, but when he does his job, it makes everybody else's job easier. Who do you look at on this defense and think uh, can do big things? You're right. you got to agree with uh, D'Angelo Brown, you know, plugs the middle. Sheldon Rankins, I mean, that's a one-two combo that's it's as elite as anything in the country. I mean, if it, if, if we're not Louisville, you know, if we're in the SEC, those two, that's a one-two combo that's going to be talked about as, as best, as, you know, as better as anybody is right there in the middle. But uh, you got to love Burgess. I think Fields might take a game or two to kind of get back into it, as Petrino called him, you know, out of shape. You know, looking like a Greek god. He's out. Can I be that out of shape one day? I just want to be that out of shape one time in my life. If I can ever be that out of shape, I'll take that all day. I agree with you on that. But uh, I don't know. Just to touch on you talking about the freshman, Jair Alexander, I like that pick. Uh, Trayvon Samuel on the offensive side of the ball. That's going to be a weapon people might not be real familiar with, and they're going to get to know that name. Defense, I'm going to have to go with uh, Burgess, obviously, and um, – 
I don't know. I mean, I really kind of like Josh Harvey Clemens come in and just kind of steal the show and take over. I mean, he's he's got such a long stride. He's such a lean, muscular player. Covers three to five yards in one stride, and just I mean, he knows how to play. He's played against the best. You know, big time recruit. So I think he's going to come out. I mean, how think about the safeties that U of L's had the last three seasons. When you talk about Hakeem Smith, who's playing for the Tennessee Titans, you have uh, Calvin Pryor, a first round pick playing for the New York Jets. You have James Sample with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You have Gerard Holliman playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now you have Sample, as well as Reeve, as well as Terrence Ross, as well as Chucky Williams. I mean, just the unbelievable just train of talent that Louisville's had. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Absolutely, and uh, that's another name, Terrence Ross. People don't know much about him. He you know, injured his ACL last year. He was, uh, he was the first player out of Wakaiva High School down in Florida to be going to an uh, NCAA Division I school. A lot of people don't realize that. He was the first player from his high school to get a, a scholarship and actually sign with the Division I. Uh, he goes by, he's got a nickname of T. Rose. He's a nice guy, super nice kid to talk to. He's got a lot of talent, a lot of skills. He could come out and surprise some people this year. So I like Ross. Well, Shane, I, I need you to give a shout-out to everything you got going on. I know you talked about some possible uh, changes in, in names to the, the, some of the stuff you're doing, but just give a shout-out uh, while you got everybody here. We do. Uh, currently, we write for a website called KentuckySports.co. Uh, we did have a radio show, and uh, kind of we're working on some things being changed, probably getting ready to change the name of the website. Uh, would love to hear some suggestions, kind of getting away from that Kentucky name and going to be more geared towards Louisville. I smell a contest. I smell a contest, a best name contest. Could have a contest. Uh, maybe a best suggestion wins a prize. So I, I think your man Jay Hans got all kinds of prizes, don't he? So we'll, uh, but yeah, we're going to change the name up. And um, I just started doing some play-by-play for Shelby County High School football team. So got that going and just getting into things and just trying to do what we can. So. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, Shane, thank you for coming up. I definitely had to give a shout-out. You had, you had the Lorenzo Mall ready to go. I knew you would, uh, but I appreciate that. Um, so, Jay, it looks like you guys are you all ready to do something else. What we got going on? Well, we're Sean. Hey, we got some giveaways we're going to give away. And uh, Mr. Fogle and his first lady, but he wanted to explain something to you real quick. Okay, I appreciate everybody coming out. We're going to do the raffle on the tailgate set and the dress. And I apologize for the helmet. I'm going to refund your money if you're holding a ticket for the helmet. We didn't even come close to selling enough raffle tickets to justify getting rid of that collectible Charlie Strong helmet. So I apologize for that. So if you got the helmet, ticket, walk back to the ticket, uh, the raffle ticket booth, and they will refund your money for that. But right now we're going to do the drawing for the tailgate set and the dress. So it's no, actually, no, it's conflict of interest. So I did purchase a couple myself. And uh, well, this is for the tailgating. as a, a great outfit going on. And uh, you can get your groove on and support your cardinalsports.com. All right. Ms. Fogle, are you ready? Not ready. Hold on. You're not ready as yet. Hold on. C A R D S. Mike does it every time. Go, Micah. Six four seven one zero eight. 
647108. Is that correct? Here she comes. How did she win? We got a winner. She worked for the facility. <laughs> Is that right? What's your name? Melanie. So what's your biggest intake about the game Saturday? I think everyone thinks that we're not going to win, but I know we're going to. Yeah. We got it, baby. We got it. <laughs> So you want to celebrate Saturday? I'm definitely going to celebrate Saturday. We want to thank you. Give it up for one time. Appreciate it. We got the uh, dress we're going to give away. Hold on. Come on, Mike. He got a prop. Give it up for Mike one time. You'll see him all around Louisville. You can see him in Food Mart, Indy's Chicken, everywhere. What is it? I'm laughing because Okay. 647101. 647101. Who is that? Back at Holland. Hey. Got a winner. Come on up. Come on up, girl. Come on up. You want to mess with us at a price is right. Oh, okay. What's your name? Vanessa. Vanessa. So, what brings you out tonight? I'm a lifelong fan of the University of Louisville, and I'm a 1986 graduate of the University of Louisville, so don't start adding up my age. And I love the cards, and I will be in Atlanta with the cards. Go cards. There we go. All right. But you, you know what? I, 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 do, I definitely got to. We're going to give away some more giveaways, but I have something I really want to break news to everybody. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Mr. Fogel didn't know this. If I was only 17, it was a nah. Seriously, <laughs> I uh, I have this shirt on for a reason, and uh, shirt. <laughs> Mr. Fogel didn't know nothing about this, and uh, the sports show guys know this, but I am a big time Big Blue Nation fan. Sorry about that. So I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Flag. That's what happens when you get. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, but you know what? But I love Louisville. I love Petrino. I love what Coach Patino is doing. It doesn't matter what you're going to cut me off. <laughs> but we want to enjoy the rest of the night. We want to thank you guys for coming out and hanging out join your support. And please, we're going to do more raffles as uh, you go and partake. We're going to have some more giveaways. We're going to give away. And uh, Mr. Fogel has some more information. 
Okay, this is what we're going to do. I need three guys and three females to come up so we can have a card cheer competition. Whoever wins is going to get some real nice door prizes, trust me. Three guys, three ladies, come on up. Three guys and three females. This guy, okay, we got, we got three guys. We got one more guy. We got this guy here. Look like he can be on the WWE SmackDown. What's your name, man? Juan. Juan. Look at him. Juan. <laughs> so what do you do? I'm a therapist. Oh, you're a therapist. So you can check temperatures and all that. Only if you get a license from your uh, physician, from your doctor. I need to check your insurance, and I need. We didn't ask you to go through all that, man. We just asked you what you do, man. What's your name? Uh, Brian. Uh, Brian. So what do you do? I'm a manager at Thornton's. Oh, you're the manager at Thornton's, so you can hook up some things. We're going to talk a little later. Come here, what's your name? Cindy. So what do you do? I tell the police where to go. Oh, so I don't want to talk to you. Come here. No, you got to ask her first, sir. She's interested. What does she do? What do you do, work for the blood? For no, I wax vaginas. Hold on. You, you work for who? I'm an esthetician. Oh, you're an esthetician. Body waxing. Oh, oh. oh really? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week, America. Wow. That's a great job. So, so you enjoy your job? It pays the bills. It pays the bills. So what do you do, ma'am? I'm Lisa. I'm a national sales manager. Oh, you're a sales manager. So what do you sell? I sell men products. Oh, really? Okay, good. Hello. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Mike, we already know who you are. Hello, everybody. B C A R D F Cardo. Yeah. Good job, man. Good job, Mike. Good job. Good job. You can check. You can check uh, Mike out at Second and Broadway if you like. <laughs> but anyway, but Mr. Focus said he's had three females and three men. We need another uh, Mike's the third man. Okay, he's the third man. Okay. All right, Mr. Falker. Tell us about, about this game you want us to play. Okay. First, we're going to let the ladies. Okay, Michael, you got to time out for a second. Okay, ladies, you're going to go one at a time, and you're going to do the car cheer. All right? And if you're the best, you're going to get a nice door prize. So uh, what, what, what's your name in the red and black shirt? Sheila. Okay, you go first, Sheila. So I can't I can't do no cussing. Give it up for the lady. Okay, come on. It's your turn now. It's the same thing. Come on. Let's see. Let's see what you do. A R D S cards. Okay. Move to the side. Move to the side. Side to the left. Slide to the right. Okay. You ready? Go.
Good job. Move to the left. Come on, Mike. Don't choke yourself. Because my man flexed like you know the what? whole time. He was like, ah, no, man. Ah, ah, like that. But you know what I'm saying? But you know what? I need some blood pressure pills. Let me talk to you a little later. <laughs> Come on, Thorntons. Come on. What you got? Sir, don't make no difference. I ain't got no warrants on me. Come on. Everybody sit in the line. We're going we're gonna to go see who got. I'm going to stand behind. And you, audience, you see the biggest cheer for the person. Okay? We're going to get Thornton's. going to give me some gas cards. Thornton's. The most applause. Okay, we got the physical therapist of ther- occupation. The big WWE. We got the Miss Lady. We have the Self Lady. And we have this lady here. We ain't got a commercial for her. Give it up for her one time. Who do you think? Come on, Mike. Give it up for Mike one time. Who do you think went by, by applause of you audience? Was it the therapist? Yeah. Thorns? Was it the uh, sales lady? Oh, no, no. Was it you? The sales lady? Was it the lady with the uh, vagina? 
Spanish. White, but okay, I said the same thing. Okay. Was it Mike? Michael! You won, buddy! Check out Mike! You can check on the subway. Hold, hold on, but it looks like John Fogel's got, he's, he's changing up a little bit. Look, what, what we got going on there? He's got several bags there. He's got several bags. Good job, Mike. Good job, Mike. Give it up for Mike. Yay! Everybody's walking away with something. Everybody's walking today. away with a prize. There we go. Wow. What about the vagina lady? Get back to the main of the sports show. Haven, that was a great giveaway. That was a great giveaway. That was a great giveaway. What? What? Oh, oh. What's the gifts? It's like Christmas in September. So, we, first of all, just once again, you are listening to the main event sports show. Rashawn Myers, Haven Harrington, Jerry Hazard, Jay Haz on the mic. I appreciate it. We can't leave Jerry. Everybody, you can see why we never leave Jerry at home, right? Like, he, he just brings it to a complete different level. Every time. But uh, we appreciate, John, for allowing us to be a part of what we have going on. But before we get out of here, um, we just want to do some predictions. And if anybody else in the crowd has predictions for the game or for the season or both, uh, we'd love to hear them uh, and, and get your thoughts on them. Uh, but before we wrap up, um, Jeremy, since you are the esteemed guest, I'll let you get it started. Get, give me your thoughts. Prediction for the game on Saturday, and then give me a season record for the University of Louisville. Bam, there you go. I like it. I like it. We did this the other night, too. I'm going to go 34-17, good guys. And, Whew. yeah. That's 34-21 and 31-17 to a couple of blowouts. 34-17, I believe that our defense is going to be able to – Jeremy Johnson ain't going to know what comes to it. He's just going to be overwhelmed, make a lot of mistakes. We're going to capitalize like we always do. 34-17, 10-2 regular season record. 10-2. and 10-2 and two in Charlie Strong – or Charlie Strong. <laughs> Bobby Petrino's second season at the University of Louisville. I like that. Have what you got for me? Give me a score, prediction, player of the game, and uh, as well as your prediction for the season. You're going too far. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to start with the game. You know okay. what? I'm going to go ahead and go long. I'm going to start with the game. Go ahead. UofL – 31-13. Wow, no, another not blowout. Not too bad. 31-21. 31-21. That's not that bad. 31-21. Uh, I'm about to go my favorite player as the uh, as the start of the game. Brandon Radcliffe would chew up bad the yardage. Bad Rad. Bad Rad is, is going to chew up the yardage. Now, Bobby has never had anything less than a nine-win season since the since he's been to Louisville, ever. That's amazing. He has never done. He has never won less than nine games. He will continue that trend. Uvell nine and three for the season. A match last year's record. Go to big time bowl game, and we will beat you, the FSU or Clemson. Okay. Okay. So nine wins. I like that. I like that. Um, I, as uh, any of you guys that listened to the show yesterday, I, I, I was leaning towards a 21-24 game, and I wasn't sure who was going to win. Um, I, I think that both defenses are going to be a little bit ahead of the offenses. Uh, Auburn bringing in a first-year quarterback in Jeremy Johnson, a young man that's never really taken a lot of snaps, and Louisville breaking in a new offensive line. Um, I, I really do think it's going to be a defensive struggle. I don't think any either team will get to the 30-point mark. Uh, I'm going to go with 24-21. I've kind of gone back and forth on who's going to win the game, but you know what? 
University of Louisville shocks the world, knocks off top 10 rated Auburn, 24-21. The cards get it done. And not only do they get it done, the University of Louisville will play in the ACC championship game this year. Boom, book it. Boom. That's what I'm talking about right there. I like that. Hey, I'd like to thank all our guests for showing up. I'd like to thank Mr. John Fogel for having, a, for having us out. We're going to turn it over to DJ. That's right, DJ. See, nice in the house. Hey, he was killing it before he came on. I love the old school feel to everything uh, Z-Nice was doing over there. So let's get this party turned back up. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. And let Main Event Sports Show be a part of what we do. God bless. Good night.